Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Hi, movie fans. Thanks to Will Griffiths for that spirited introduction. And to you, dear listeners, for tuning in to Movie Attic Headquarters. You're in for a great show today, folks, because three of our favorite film critics have agreed to be here to preview this fall's movie release schedule. And I'm happy to say that Nell Minow, A.J. Hockery, and hopefully Mac Bates uh, will call in shortly after the, after the uh, show starts. And they're going to help us pick which offerings from over 100 films are opening between September and uh, the last part of the uh, fall. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be talking a little bit about the ones uh, actually even opening in December. Because Nell and Mac and AJ never shy away from expressing candid opinions about everything cinematic, they make the perfect trio for this timely topic Nell, as you all probably know, is the famous movie mom, and she writes commentary for BeliefNet and is the author of several outstanding books about movies. And Mac has contributed freelance articles to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and serves as a staff blogger for Milwaukee Magazine's official film blog. AJ, also known as the Mad Movie Man, has written film reviews for a number of sites, including Real Talk Movie Reviews, yay, Review Express, and Classic Movie Guide. He's also the founder of CineSlice, that's C-I-N-E-S-L-I-C-E, his own popular movie blog. Well, I've really been looking forward to this show, and I know that it'll be lively and, and a fun episode for movie fans, but... Before hearing from our guests, I wanted to um, say that our our thoughts and and prayers are going out to the the people uh, suffering from uh, Hurricane Matthew. And uh, I I wanted uh, our listeners to know that our uh, producer, Nikki Starr, uh, is kind of suffering some of the aftermath. She has been three days without electricity. She mentioned that the, the schools are closed in her area, and so uh, she's not going to be with us today. But our thoughts and prayers are, are with her and all the people that are uh, suffering from that uh, uh, disaster. All right. We do have the chat room open. We do have Nancy Lombardo from Comedy Concepts, our loyal listener who's already signed in. And we also have uh, Nell and uh, AJ here. Um, I'll bring them on right now. Nell, um, welcome back to Movie Attic Headquarters. Well, thank you very much, Betty Jo. I'm really happy to be on with all my favorite uh, fellow panelists. Can't wait to hear what they have to say. Oh yeah, we same here, and we love having you on our show. And and when and when it's with AJ and Mac, that makes me a very happy camper indeed. And AJ, are you ready to talk about the fall film schedule? I am ready to talk cinematic with uh, you guys. Always glad to be on the show, especially when uh, you have guests like the ones you have involved. Some of my favorites as well. Well, we should. Well, actually, another one of your favorites just did just did call in. So, Mac, how about you? Are you ready to uh, talk about the films that you are looking forward to in the fall schedule? Hi, Betty Jill. Yes, yes, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, sorry, I uh, just uh, got a chance to call in now. It's been a crazy day, but I'm ready to talk shop about uh, fall 2016, so let's go. All right, let's start <laughs> well, <laughs> by listing, because I had asked each of you to uh, – list your um, your uh, most eagerly awaited fall releases. And uh, I think we'll, we better start with AJ because he only has 10 minutes for us today. 
So, AJ, which fall movies are uh, you looking forward to the most and why? All righty. My list, uh, which is in alphabetical order, so it's not in order of, like, preference or anything. Uh, just just kind of look at it as I'm looking forward to all these movies pretty much equally, some more than others. But in any case, these are ones I'm definitely going to keep my eye on one form or another. Uh, but like I said, some of them, like uh, Betty Jo said earlier in the show, are kind of more from what some would call the winter season because a couple of these are uh, – December releases, and I kind of did that one because just looking for, like, the rest of uh, October and, and uh, what's coming up in November, not a whole heck of a lot other than the, a handful here and there. There's just kind of a kind of a crummy bunch of movies coming out as far as I've uh, <laughs> oh, <no>. seen, but, <laughs> reach, but reaching in, it's all, right, it's all right, though. There is hope. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones as well. Uh, also kind of reaching out into December to kind of fill out uh, the top ten. But in any case, now that I've gone through all that spiel, here we go. My uh, ten most anticipated movies for pretty much the rest of the year uh, instead of, like, the fall movie season. Uh, first up is Arrival, an alien uh, sci-fi thriller directed by uh, – I'm I, I going to butcher his name, Denise uh, Villeneuve. I believe, or some, some, something along those lines. He did uh, Sicario, and he's doing the upcoming uh, Blade Runner 2047 with uh, Harrison Ford and uh, Ryan Gosling. This has Amy Adams in it, and I believe uh, Jeremy Renner, too. This played uh, at, uh, I think, Toronto or a certain uh, festival not that long ago and just got the biggest rave reactions, and I am uh, just really looking forward to this one. It looks very interesting. Uh, number two is Doctor Strange, the latest Marvel movie and kind of a, a different, more uh, trippy route for the whole uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe to take. This, uh, you know, does deal with superhero, wears a cape and everything, but it definitely uh, it goes into the uh, more mystical side of the Marvel Universe where you have casting runes and sorcery and all that good stuff. So I'm uh, very intrigued to see all that portrayed on the big screen if you've read some of the uh, panels of the comic, the, uh, the comic series, and uh, various offshoots that this was based on. You can uh, you can definitely attest to the fact that there's some very hallucinatory imagery. So hopefully that uh, cool feeling will be replicated on the big screen. Uh, third up, we have L, which is the latest uh, from director Paul Verhoeven, who gave us you know such subtle uh, cinematic uh, cinematic uh, <laughs> pieces as RoboCop, uh, Starship <laughs> Troopers, and Showgirls. So he's a very very uh, low key filmmaker. He knows how to uh, deliver a very nice uh, under the under the cover, carpet message. Uh, this one I believe involves you know the video game culture and stars Isabelle Huppert. And if you've spent any time on Twitter and the internet in the past couple of years, uh, those are some very uh, heated topics going on. And to see a director like Paul Verhoeven, who I also oh, I forgot, he did uh, Black Book from a few years ago, another uh, great uh, movie. But in any case, to see him tackle on this topic, as soon as I heard about it, I'm like, okay, I got to see this. So L, that is my third pick. My fourth pick is one that actually was on my summer movies pick, uh, summer mm -hmm. movies list, but ended up getting pushed back to kind of capitalize on the award season, and that is The Founder, oh. with uh, Michael Keaton playing Ray Kroc, who took this uh, tiny little restaurant that his brothers own called uh, McDonald's. I don't know if you've heard of it, and uh, it's about him <laughs> pushing it into like this uh, nationwide uh, cultural juggernaut that it is now. And uh, I really enjoyed the trailer when I uh, first saw it. Uh, one, it's got a fantastic cast. Uh, you have a uh, you have, uh, of course, Michael Keaton in there, and I believe, uh, I think it's, it's you, Laura Linney or Laura Dern, I believe, is in this. Laura Dern. And uh, John Carroll. Laura Dern, okay, thank you. And uh, John Carroll Lynch, terrific cast going on, mm. Nick Offerman. And uh, I, I love the tone of the trailer, which kind of makes this uh, out to be a kind of social network type of, like, s drama slash thriller where it shows him getting more and more uh, ruthless, pushing this, you know, Americana, family-friendly uh, image of this chain to the forefront and so I think that's a really cool interesting take on the story and I can't wait to see how it plays out. My next pick is uh, Hacksaw Ridge which is a movie that I have to admit I never heard of until about maybe three or four months ago. Uh, it is directed by Mel Gibson. It is a uh, World War II film. It stars Andrew Garfield as a uh, pacifist soldier and it shows him you know getting uh Caught, getting caught up and uh, uh, being drafted into the service, and of course he doesn't want to kill, so they uh, station him as a medic, and it's about the struggles that you know he goes through 
with uh, maintaining his beliefs in this uh, very harrowing uh, war and this very harrowing situation and uh, gradually uh, showing how he uh, won a bunch of uh, honors by helping save his uh, helping save his fellow soldiers. I think it's a very cool story. Uh, again, you know, Mel Gibson, an extremely uh, polarizing figure. I've met people who, you know, just because of uh, his what what he's done, what he's uh, said in the past, and his behaviors, uh, refuse to see any of his movies, and I do not blame them in the slightest. I am interested in seeing how this uh, story plays out. Uh, so yeah, Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, the next pick that I have on my list is The Handmaiden, the latest from uh, director uh, Chan Wook Park, who uh, is he's kind of earned one of those places in my book. As as soon as I hear his name, I'm going to want to see whatever he does, no matter what. He's responsible for uh, the Vengeance trilogy, which includes uh, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, Lady Vengeance, and then the uh, modern cinema classic Old Boy. Uh, I wasn't so much a fan of his uh, of his uh, I think it was his last movie that was his American uh, English language debut, which was Stoker with uh, Nicole Kidman. That one was just kind of a, a very very uh, soap opera he gone awry, so I wasn't the biggest fan of that one. But uh, in any case, I've heard uh, fantastic things about The Handmaiden. Very interested to see how this one uh, checks out. And my next pick is uh, Live by Night, the uh, next uh, directorial film from uh, Ben Affleck. This one's coming out. uh, This is going to be one of those uh, ones positioned as an awards contender because it is opening in limited release towards the end of the year, and then it's going to get a wider one in January, so it just kind of barely, you know, qualifies for that mark. Uh, It's a period uh, gangster movie uh, based on a novel by, I believe, Dennis Lehane, whose movies have been adapted before as uh, Mystic River and Shutter Island, so we got a pretty good track record, lots of talented people uh, there, and I... um, I've admired uh, Ben Affleck as a director from the very first time I saw Gone Baby Gone, and that was that was kind of still when uh, Ben Affleck was a pretty popular uh, whipping boy. It was only a few years removed from the whole Gili debacle and everything like that, so I kind of went into mm-hmm. it like, okay, okay, what's he going to do for Gone Baby Gone? Like, how's he going to direct this? Is he going to try and buy his way into, in, into our good graces again? What's going on here? So I was very cynical going in, and as soon as that movie wrapped up, I ate my words. It was a fantastic uh, film with an awesome cast, uh, great turns in the story, very suspenseful and very profound in many ways. And since then, through movies like The Town and Argo as a director, he has display like such craft and, and uh, skill in not uh, directing his movies. So yeah, live by night. Uh, very much looking forward to that one. My uh, eighth pick here is the latest uh, Disney movie, Moana, which uh, focuses on a girl, uh, Moana, voiced by an actress. I, I, for, I forget her name right now, uh, who teams up with Maui, a demigod voiced by uh, Dwayne, the rock Johnson all sorts of creatures involved and magic and Hawaiian culture. And I am totally in on this one. The movie, just the posters for this are just, just mind bogglingly beautiful. Just the lighting and the color. It's just very explosive. And it's just really impressing me, bowling me over right now. And you also have uh, songs involved partially by Lin-Manuel Miranda, you know, very hot right now coming off of the success of Hamilton, uh, and uh, Disney is kind of in its own like um, second renaissance now, having moved into the computer-generated age, and uh, kind of right. working out like what it wants to be its identity through movies like uh, Big Hero Six and Frozen, where it's just kind of not depending on where they're kind of making their own Pixar movies, which is uh, kind of a term that. Uh, kind of an approach that's been uh, floating around out there, but it's worked out for them. I've uh, enjoyed their last batch of movies. Can't wait to see this one. My ninth pick is uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Uh, Just in time for Christmas, we have the first in the uh, Star Wars uh, kind of anthology spinoff movies, which aren't uh, the episodes, not in the way that, like, The Force Awakens was episode seven. These are just kind of, like, telling various stories within the Star Wars universe. And this one is a prequel. And, uh, you know, to the consternation of some, it does involve the Death Star again. It's about uh, this group of uh, Rebel Alliance uh, forces trying to steal the plans for the Death Star and try and stop the weapon before it goes online. Spoiler alert, it it doesn't if you've seen the original Star Wars. Like, you know what's going to happen. But in any case, uh, this does look, just in terms of as a Star Wars movie, 
take on a very different tone. It is uh, very much more in the style of a war film where everything's kind of grittier, more rough and tumble. You have a great cast going on. Uh, Felicity Jones is in this from uh, The Theory of uh, Everything. Uh, Forrest Whitaker, Donnie Yen, martial arts legend Donnie Yen. I'm always up for seeing him. Uh, I'm a you know, Star Wars fan for my entire life. And to see the see the series kind of move on into this uh, new chapter, which it's only kind of done in uh, very uh, very mixed ways before, where you had like the Ewoks cartoon and or, like the Ewoks movies, like the Battle for Endor. But to see it done, the the spinoff approach done on a bigger scale, very looking uh, much looking forward to seeing how that's pulled off. And then my uh, last pick here is a movie that I'm actually going to be seeing in less than a week. I believe it opens uh, today or uh, very soon in a limited capacity, and that is Shin Godzilla, the latest Toho Godzilla movie. (laughs) The the first Japanese... I know, the first Japanese Godzilla movie made in uh, 12 years. The last one was 2004's Godzilla Final Wars, which the the series went out with a bang on that one, as far as I'm concerned. We had just about every Godzilla villain Ever. He even had Godzilla taking out the American Godzilla, and it was the funniest thing because he just did it so easily, and I thought that was a very amusing touch for uh, Japan to be like, no, 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 we make the King of the Monsters. This is our guy. And uh, I believe this is kind of a ground-up reboot where, you know, others in the past have kind of jumped off the very first Godzilla but this one is kind of treating him as like this is an all-new threat. Uh, the design on him looks really gnarly, almost kind of like red zombie Godzilla. And from what I understand, he's being brought to life uh, through a combination of you know practical effects, uh, CG, and good old-fashioned guy in a suit. And I'm always up for a guy in a suit Godzilla movie. So yeah, Shin Godzilla, looking forward to seeing that one this coming Monday. Those are my 10 picks. Well, what a fascinating list. We can always depend on some some rather uh, uh, sort of out of the ordinary uh, movies uh, on your on your list. And it is now uh, 17 minutes past the hour, so we've kept you a couple of minutes uh, over the over time. So so now uh, we will we, we will let you uh, leave, uh, and uh, we will talk about you. So you'll be sure to listen to the rest of the show, the the archive segment, right, AJ? Absolutely. Please say good things. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have, to listen. <laughs> you'll have to listen to find out. Thank you so much, AJ, for being here. You you always are uh, such a treat, and uh, we'll uh, we'll hope next next time we can get we can get the full the full AJ, and uh, just uh, have have a nice rest of the day. Anytime. Glad to come on. Have yourselves a great day, everyone. Okay. Thanks a lot. Right, thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, well, now for heaven's sakes, uh, uh, do you have any anything on your list that compares with AJ's? Well, um, we certainly have some uh, overlap, uh, oh. and I I I didn't want to just come up with the same names as everybody else and. Uh, that was the only reason I didn't put that Godzilla movie on my list. I'm just kidding. I, okay. I wasn't gonna. Yeah, I wasn't gonna AJ do that. AJ will be happy to know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I tried really hard not to cheat and do December holiday movies, so I'm going to try mm-hmm. to do my list without that. Um, but I do have that for backup if we have time later on. Okay. Okay. I would say that the, the the number one movie, I'm not doing these really in any particular order, but it's clear to me the number one movie that I'm the most excited about, and that movie is Loving. Uh, I, I live in Virginia, uh, and I'm a lawyer, and uh, Loving is based on the real case uh, that went to the Supreme Court called Loving versus Virginia about a couple whose name actually was Loving, Mr. and Mrs. Loving, uh, who, believe it or not, incredibly in the 1960s were still not allowed to be married because they were of different races in the state of the Commonwealth of Virginia. And uh, the United States Supreme Court um, ruled that people should be allowed to get married to each other if they love each other. And this is that story. If you have not seen the documentary about Mr. and Mrs. Loving, which is called The Loving Story, I very, very strongly recommend it. Ruth Naga, who plays Mrs. Loving in this movie, is a beautiful woman, but nobody is as beautiful as the real Mrs. Loving. 
She was oh. exquisite. And it's the, the tenderness between the two of them uh, is wonderful. My favorite line in the documentary is replicated in the trailer for the feature film, which stars Joel Edgerton along with Ruth Naga. And, um, and that is really what happened, that when the lawyers went to see Mr. Loving and said, we're on our way to argue before the Supreme Court, do you want to come and listen? He said no. And they said to him, well, what do you want us to tell the court? And he said, tell them I love my wife. So I'm really looking forward to that, and I'm planning to bring at least two handkerchiefs. Uh, So that's my number one. And my number two, unquestionably, is the new Harry Potter film, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, with Eddie Redmayne and Catherine Watterson. It looks absolutely (gasps) gorgeous, and I have to say it gives me goosebumps in the trailer just to to hear the the little bit of the Harry Potter-themed music. So very excited about that. Uh, I'm very excited about um, other people uh, with Molly Shannon uh, about uh, based on a, inspired by a true story of a writer who went to care for his mother who was dying. I think Molly Shannon is a wonderful actress and looking forward to seeing her in a role that really does her justice. Moonlight is another movie I'm excited about, about a dysfunctional family. Um, it, it looks absolutely very, very intriguing. Um, Arrival, I agree with uh, AJ on that one. Uh, I agree, agree with him on Moana. I'm very excited about that. Uh, if Pixar and Disney are beginning to merge, it's because John Lasseter is running the whole thing. Um, a documentary I'm looking forward to is called Author, the J.T. Leroy story. I was riveted by that story when it really happened. I cannot wait to find out more about it. A, a, a An author who was tremendously successful, uh, was hanging out with uh, superstars uh, and purported to be a young abused boy uh, and um, turned out to be a complete and total fake. And how they did the fake uh, and what went into it, um, I'm very interested to hear more about it. Um, I'm very interested in The Eagle Huntress, which looks like this year's Whale Rider. Uh, about a girl uh, from an indigenous people who wants to uh, do something that previously only boys were allowed to do. And uh, I'm interested in um, Lion with Dev Patel, the true story of a young boy who became separated from his family in India and then by using Google Maps many, many years later was able to track down his mother. And that one, again, looks like a real cry cry fest. Did I count correctly on this? Was How that ten? I, I lost count. Was that oh, that's nine. I don't know. I, you got nine? Oh, good, because I have more. I just didn't know if I had too many. Okay, then I also <laughs> want to mention Manchester by the Sea, because Kenneth Lonergan always uh, creates incredibly engrossing. They're always long, but they're incredibly engrossing, complex stories. And this one stars Casey Affleck who um, A.J. mentioned, Gone Baby Gone. Casey Affleck is such an underappreciated actor. He is so good, and I'm really looking forward to seeing him in this movie. And I didn't get the uh, uh, number 10 movie. Manchester by the Sea. Oh, Manchester by the Sea. Okay. Well, that's a great list too, and we're we're I think we're seeing some some overlap here. But um, Mac, now, are you in agreement with AJ or with Nell on any of the movies that uh, you think are the ones that are the best coming up, or at least you're you're the ones that you're eagerly awaiting? Yeah, um, I'm in agreement with AJ on one film, and with Nell, uh, we're actually in agreement on five films, so my list is going to be uh, <laughs> kind of goodbye, because she did a great job describing uh, the five films that we share in common. Um, in terms of uh, what I'm looking forward to this uh, fall, my, I, I, I just uh, chose films that were coming out between September and November. I didn't go into December, you know, so I had to do specifically the uh, fall uh the fall, uh, um, you know, portion of uh, the uh, calendar. So the five, uh, the ten movies, rather, that I'm looking uh, most forward to seeing within that time frame. Uh, I'm starting off with uh, Moonlight, which he just mentioned, which uh, was a uh, huge, uh, got got a, uh, a pretty auspicious debut at the Toronto Film Festival earlier this fall, and um, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm eagerly anticipating that. It's actually just, it's a story about 
a, a man. Uh, it, it's actually told in three different uh, parts. You, you uh, see this a man evolve from a child to a teenager to a full-grown adult. And uh, each chapter of his life is uh, uh, explored in this film, and it's from a first-time writer-director, and uh, it looks it looks um, amazing. Uh, the, the villain from uh, Luke Cage, he's in the film. Um, the the Netflix uh, show that has uh, taken you know the uh, um, the zeitgeist by storm as of late. Um, Naomi Harris plays the the uh, man's uh, mother in flashbacks in the film, and and um, from what I understand, uh, both of those performances are exemplary. So I'm definitely looking forward to uh, seeing that. Any anytime you get a chance to see a movie from a fresh new voice, you know, that, uh, you know, really gets people's attention. You know, that's always an exciting uh, uh, thing to look forward to. Um, the second film on my list, uh, and, this, and again, this is in no particular order, um, I'm also looking forward to uh, Ang Lee's uh, next film, Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. Um, it's oh. concerning a uh, man just back from uh, war. Uh, it's a film set in modern times, and uh, I think it's a pretty timely um, uh, subject matter, you know, in, in in terms of you know what's going on in the world right now, and you know, Ang Lee has just uh, certainly become one of the more dependable uh, and and certainly one of the more uh, revered filmmakers of uh, of uh, our time. So um, anything that he's got coming out is always a must see, in my opinion. I'm also looking forward to Loving, uh, which I know so eloquently uh, 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 described a few months ago. Um, you know, I'll just leave it at that. You know, there's nothing else I can really add to it other than I'm just you know it, you know excited to. To uh, finally get a chance to see it, it played in Cannes, and you know, um, was a sensation there. So I'm definitely looking forward to getting a chance to finally see it here. Uh, another film that uh, she and I and AJ all agree upon is Arrival, with uh, Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner and Forrest Whitaker, and it's um, probably a, uh, the the first real adult film um, to to tackle the subject of uh, 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 extraterrestrial life here, you know, uh, being discovered. It's probably probably the, one of the more mature movies along the lines of Close Encounters with the Third Kind, where, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's a, it's a more thoughtful examination of what that would all mean versus kind of like a, uh, you know, how many um, uh, cities and historical landmarks we can, you know, blow to some of the rings and have people <laughs> running, you know, for their lives, and, you know, running for dear life from, you know, these strange, crazy, you know, things that come from outer space, so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that, because it just seems like <clears throat> they, they, they approach it from a, from a, um, a more sophisticated uh, uh, standpoint. I'm also looking forward to another movie that uh, Amy Adams has coming out this fall called Nocturnal Animals. It's the latest from a, a fashion designer turned um, very impressive filmmaker, Tom Ford. If you uh, got a chance to see yeah. his directorial de debut from, uh, I believe it was 2009, uh, A Single Man with uh, Colin Firth and Julianne Moore, you know that uh, in terms of visuals, he, he, you know that, that you, you would be hard pressed to find somebody who's been that impressive in terms of the overall look, the production design, you know, from top to bottom uh, uh, when they're just starting out the gate. So just you know, from a visual standpoint, just a design standpoint, you know, it's, a, it's definitely a must see. And um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is also in that film. And it just, uh, um, I'm intrigued by uh, the overall concept of it. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, I'm also looking forward to um, Warren Beatty's uh, uh, first movie in I don't know how long. Rules don't apply. Uh, he's his long-awaited and long-anticipated uh, film about. Uh, um, oh, great! I just forgot the guy's name. Uh, Howard Hughes. <laughs> Howard Hughes. Howard yeah, Hughes. thank you, thank you. Just threw a blank. His long-awaited movie, but he's been talking about doing this movie for uh, quite a while now. I, I remember him first. Um, uh, talking about it around the time he did Bugsy, which was, believe it or not, 25 years ago. So uh, oh it was a long God. time in coming. Uh, he he's in the film. Uh, his wife Annette Benning, she's also featured in the film. And so uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this how to compare and contrast this with other films that have uh, touched base on Howard Hughes, namely uh, uh, The Aviator, the uh, Martin Scorsese film that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio did uh, 12 years ago, where Kate Blanchett. Um, and an Oscar-winning performances, uh, Catherine Hepburn also appeared along with uh, numerous other people, Alec Baldwin, Gwen Stefani, and and, uh, and so on and so on. Um, uh, Jude Law. So I'm I'm definitely intrigued to see what um, Warren Beatty's uh, take on on uh, Hughes is all about. I'm also looking forward to Lion, another movie that uh, Nell also pointed out with uh, Dev uh, Patel, the uh, star mm -hmm. of um, A Slumdog Millionaire, and uh, Nicole Kidman is also featured in the film. I believe she plays his uh, adoptive mother. 
and uh, it's going to be uh, and I've heard nothing but good things about that. That also played, I believe, it played at Venice and I think I think Toronto, uh, and it's gotten a lot of great buzz from um, both uh, you know from from uh, its festival run so far. Uh, another film she mentioned that I'm also looking forward to is Manchester by the Sea. Again, Kenneth Lonergan. You know, he, he's an acquired taste, but I've acquired that taste because I've uh, been a fan of his work for a while now. It started with um, uh, uh, You Can Count On Me, which uh, actually kind of uh, really heralded and introduced both Laura Linney and Mark Ruffalo to the movie-going audience back in 2000. And, um, yeah, you know, anything from him, uh, it's going to be, it, it, even, even, on his, even when he's not necessarily on his A game, he's still, his, his, his work is still uh, more interesting than some people's better work. So for that alone, and and the fact that um, you know Casey Affleck, another uh, you know criminally underrated artist, is uh, in it in 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 you know probably doing some of his best work based on everything I've heard, along with Michelle Williams and others, uh, I'm I'm definitely intrigued to see that. And um, oh, Bad Santa too! I almost forgot about Bad Santa. Yeah. <laughs> no, Bad Santa no, too with uh, no. um, Zach, I was with you all the way until this moment. <laughs> until I got to Bad Santa too. Uh, I was such a fan of the first movie. I, you know, oh I, it, it's one of those movies that people <laughs> either love or hate. I loved it. It's vulgar. It's it's completely juvenile. But it, you know, Billy Bob Thornton, he he managed to take this completely, um, you know, irredeemable character and actually gave him <laughs> some sort of redeeming quality. And I don't know how he pulled that off. That's just you know that speaks to the power of 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 him as a performer. But you know, and and uh, the uh, young man who played the uh, the little boy that he he both uh, ridiculed and kind of um, propped up at the same time, he's back as a, as an adult now. Kathy Bates uh, uh, has uh, is uh, um, in the film playing uh, his mother, you know, and they have a very acidic relationship. So you kind of get a, a glimpse of you know why he turned out the way he turned out, <laughs> and so yeah, that's that's um. That's uh, uh, mm, probably. Mm, I think that's yeah. That, yeah, those are, those are. The, oh, and um, and Allied, Allied. Uh, that was my last. Uh, the last of my uh, uh, ten films I'm looking forward to with um, uh, Brad Pitt and Marianne Cotillard uh, playing spies uh, during the uh, Second World War. And um, it's. I'm intrigued by it for a, a variety of reasons, both obvious and not so obvious. But I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a what a list, what a list. I was just holding my breath and kind of hoping that you didn't uh, didn't uh, go with uh, Bad Santa too, but you did. <laughs> so both of you like, oh. <laughs> uh, now I get to I get to give my give my list. I'll, I'll just right, quickly go through this, and of course, you both know that it will start with a musical. And it's called La La Land, which comes out the 12th of December with Ryan Gosling and mm-hmm. Emma Stone. Now, I didn't know that there was a musical bone in Ryan Gosling's body, but I don't care. <laughs> he was on the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, that's right. He was, that's yeah. right. I forgot. I forgot you can about see that. Him on and does Emma Stone, on do you Mouse know Club. if Emma Stone has any, any musical background? Are you kidding me? She won mm-hmm. the reality show contest to be... The new uh, in the new Partridge Family. She's got a she's got an extensive musical background. And remember, all she also right, sang. She's, she's sang in, se- in several movies uh, so far. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then I don't she have anything to dance. worry about that. Both of them. La mm-hmm. La Land is is up there number one. I just can't. Uh, I hope this time goes by very very fast to get to to December twelfth, so I can see a musical called La La Land. And um, of course, gr- the girl on the train—that's that's the next one. I know it's already playing, and uh, you've both probably seen it. But I'm really, really eager to, to see that uh, because it looks so great in the in the previews. And uh, Inferno is my number uh, three one. That comes out soon on the tw- on the 28th, and we've got uh, Tom Hanks as Robert Langdon again. But I understand that he has amnesia in this, so. I don't know how he's going to be able to solve everything. I'm I'm quite worried about Robert Langdon when I heard he had amnesia. Now, <laughs> have you have either one of you uh, seen the? Did you get a screening yet for Inferno? Oh, mine's coming up. No, I yeah, mine's so you don't know. Too. I have to say, I'm totally not looking forward to it. I, as long as he doesn't have the mullet, I hope oh, he God. doesn't have the mullet. Yeah, my whole oh. thing is I watched both uh, the uh, Da Vinci Code and uh, Angels and Demons. And Da Vinci yeah. Code, I, I had to be the first one to admit, um, it was a snooze fest. I'm just sorry. 
it was it was it was dreadfully boring. It was belabored. It was tedious. It was everything a thriller, you know, of uh, of that nature shouldn't be. Even though Tom Hanks obviously again is uh, you know um, dependable. And I love Ron Howard too. Yeah, me too. One of my favorite directors, but I hate those movies. Yeah, and in Angels and Demons, it was it was slightly better than uh, Da Vinci Code, but. Yeah, I, I, it didn't live up to the hype uh, that uh, not either of the books, certainly Da Vinci Code, uh, received. The, the book, I could understand the fuss, but the, the movies were just very dry and uh, just arid. And, you know, there was, to me, uh, there, there was just nothing to really justify, you know, the, 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 uh, the interest in it, you know, based on the, the, just the, 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 you know, rudimentary. Adapt- it was just very rudimentary, I guess. You know, they took a very complex, well, interesting narrative and just made it, you know, just dry and well, not remotely interesting. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I, I'll say this. I'm just going to say one thing to both of you. All right. Remember this. Mm-hmm. In the eye of the beholder. Uh, yes, that's true. That's, that's all right. I need to say. That is that's true, why, yes. That's why we have four different people on the show. Yes. <laughs> and my number four but, you know, film Mac is 20th... gets Bad Santa, you get Inferno. Exactly, yes. Okay, you gave, you gave me one. Well, uh, maybe yeah. maybe better wait until I, I, I finish here. Okay. And, uh, you might not give me any more than the one. 20th Century Women, which opens on the mm-hmm. 21st yeah. of December, mm-hmm. stars Annette Benning, Elle Fanning, and Greta Gerwig. And it's set in 1979, and this is why I want to see it. I think it's a, a great concept. This is a mother who recruits two very different women to share their views of life with her 15-year-old son. And I thought, what a brave woman <laughs> that must have been. And it sounds very, very intriguing to me. And I love all three of those actresses, so that's mm, number four. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I love the idea of it. And number five, Trolls, an animated movie with catchy tunes. So I'm in, of course. If it's going to have catchy tunes and it's animated, I'm in. The next one, I I agree with. Um, I think you had this. Mac rules don't apply. I'm really mm-hmm. eager to yeah. see Warren Beatty as Howard Hughes. Mm-hmm. And I think I heard that Dabney Coleman was in that film and I Yeah, I, I heard that too. Didn't even know he was around anymore. Is it, no, I is didn't it even true? I didn't know that either. Yeah. Until he was in he was on some HBO show, um, the last few years that went um they went the cast won Best Ensemble at the Screen Actors and then uh, as as you know the massive cast goes up on stage, I'm like, is that Dabney Coleman? And I'm like, Yeah, that's uh yeah, that's Dabney Coleman. I'm like, Yes, I was thrilled to see that he was still around and still working. Well, I've missed him, and I'm, yeah. I'm just really happy that uh, that Warren put him in, in that movie. And then I do like uh, Lily Collins, too, who's in it. I, I, I agree with the, with those of you that put The Founder on your list. That's opening in December. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I really uh, look forward to any movie where John Carroll Lynch is playing a supporting <laughs> role because I think he's, <laughs> yeah. one of the, yeah. he's one of the best character actors working uh today and uh, the whole concept uh, about about Ray Ray Kroc and kind of the shenanigans and the and the genius I I like this this uh, thing was it Michael Keaton I know that you Mac you read uh, entertainment weekly and I think the quote oh, mm-hmm. in there was was that uh that uh, Ray Kroc deserves a tip of the hat and a punch in the nose and I yes yes was, yes something on yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that I was, think that was what they said yeah the good and bad the good and the bad mm-hmm. and then my number 8 is passengers another december movie Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt alone in I'm outer space I'm excited about that one too yeah i am too i'm looking yeah, forward to that that's I've, enough I've, for me i mean i'm i'm with it Number nine is trailer. Collateral Beauty. Oh, That's another yes. December. Yes. With Will Smith, yes. Helen Mirren, and Kate Winslet. Yeah, all wow, those are what a yeah. cast. I'm definitely looking forward and to that I, just for the uh, cast alone. Oh, and yeah, I love says, the idea of it. Yeah, it's a little bit. This is what Will Smith said. This is quoting from the Entertainment Weekly uh, article. A little, uh, it's a little bit of wonder, It's a Wonderful Life. And a little bit Wizard of Oz. Mm. And my gosh, how can you turn that one down? He says it's a smart, funny, heartwarming Christmas story. So that's that's a must see for me. And my number ten 
is Santa's Boot Camp, which will be out uh, on November 15th. It's another Christmas story. And this one is about what happens when Santa's elves go on strike. (laughs) And a group of youngsters (laughs) have to take over. And it's written and directed by Ken Feinberg. I interviewed him on the on the last on our last movie at a headquarters show, and he really really persuaded me <laughs> about this movie. And it has Eric Roberts doing a cameo as a mall Santa. What fun uh, that's going to be! I I hope. Well, what a lot of movies we have to look forward to, and it seems like we've got uh, some movies that. Um, that everybody, or at least two of us, are interested in. Arrival, The Founder, Moana, Rules Don't Apply, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, uh, Loving, Moonlight. Um, I think that might be. I think that might be the ones. All of the ones that uh, that got more than one, more than one mention. Well, mm-hmm. let's turn <laughs> to the very extreme now, and uh, what. Uh, fall movies are you least <laughs> eager to see? Do you want to start on that, Nell? Sure. Uh, well, I'm very, very sorry, Betty Jo, but my number one is Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't do. You didn't. You didn't. And then I did. And then my number two, if you've seen the trailer for the new Halle Berry movie, Kidnap, it looks you just look at that and you go, Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Halle Berry. What has happened to your career? Oh. It looks like she's trying to do. She's trying to be Liam Neeson in Taken, and it just looks so stupid. Uh, and then oh, I'm going no. to say, I I love these actors. I don't know why they're in this movie, but the trailer for Why Him with Brian Cranston and James Franco mm. looks excruciating. <laughs> Oh no! And such good actors. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I I'm putting those on on my list to question. How about you, Mac? What What are the movies that you're least uh, eager to see for the fall? Uh, again, I have to concur with my colleague Mel. Uh, Inferno. I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, but I'm, I'm I'm going to be but because of your love for the franchise. I'm going to go in with as least. Uh, animosity as I possibly can. <laughs> I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a fair shake. Hopefully, this one will actually, you know, uh, deliver the goods. We'll see. We'll see. So I'll, I'll go in. I'll go in with an open mind. I won't go in closed off to I it. I always do, and I know but, you do too. Yeah. So uh, Inferno, and um, uh, I'm also not terribly enthused about um, uh, the latest uh, Medea movie, Boo, a Medea oh, Halloween. Oh. It looks, oh my! It looks so dreadful. It does. It, it just looks like they just threw it together just to capitalize on the, the Halloween. Well, you know, like any yeah. you know, Hollywood theme film. Uh, Hollywood, has Hollywood, moved yeah, it's like it's, it's basically just uh, you know a cash cow. They made it to make a quick book, and you know it doesn't look like they bring anything new or imaginative or or you know memorable to the proceedings. And yeah, it just looks like a quick uh, cash grab. But you know, it's it's you know what else can you expect? At least they're being, you know, at least being obvious earnest, about it. The Ernest category, like Ernest goes to jail. That's yeah. kind of where Medea is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, they're just cranking out Medea move. Like anytime, you know, he needs to, uh, you know, uh, get, get back out into the, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the the popular culture. Yeah, just make another Medea movie, and you know, bam, there you go. Because he's been doing TV kind of exclusively in terms yeah. of writing and directing for the past few years. He took a, a break from a. Uh, Filmmaking as a as a writer and director and producer, but not so much as an actor because obviously he's done some work in that in that uh, uh, regard. Some of his best work actually has been mm-hmm. in that, his best work period has been in that regard as an actor. But uh, in Gone Girl, yeah. Gone Girl, mm, yes, he was yes, great. in Gone Girl, he was he was pretty he was great in that film. And uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, those those are the two that I'm not not terribly enthused <laughs> about seeing. So we'll, well, yeah, I I just. I want to go back to Inferno again. <laughs> I want to say I forgot to mention that Ben Foster is in it, and he plays the villain. Now, oh yes, he should add something. He should add something. He's always of, great. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I I just wanted to mention to and the list, <laughs> listeners. Oh yes, Felicity Jones. Felicity so, yeah. Jones is in it too. Yeah. So you're great true. actors. So, let's, just, let's just hope the material uh, is as good as they can, as they are, and can be. So. I I hope so every time. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that that uh, 
I'm thinking positive thoughts about that. Well, yeah. in terms of what I'm looking forward to the least, now this isn't a theatrical release, but it's uh, Fox's remake of uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, oh. <laughs> which comes out on October 20th. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I have to see it because on the 27th of October, we're doing our uh, annual Rocky Horror Picture Show tribute. <laughs> oh, and, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to see that. And then and then we mm-hmm. will, uh, you know, talk about it uh, with uh, Chuck Skull, who's uh, a very uh, a fan of Rocky Horror Picture Show. And uh, he's he's looking forward to it. We've already had some debates on that, and mm-hmm. then we will uh, compare it, you know, to the original. I mean, I just don't un- understand why they would bother. <laughs> uh, yeah, they just they're same properties. I, I love Laverne yeah. Cox. I'm holding out hope that she's yeah. going to really knock it out of the park. Yeah, but you know, there's yeah. just certain properties, uh, certain certain films, certain TV uh, properties. That you know, you it's just it's it's almost sacrilegious, really, to even try to go there. I mean, when exactly. you really think about it, like you know, you have to be completely just off the grid crazy to even think you can approve upon perfection. You know, whether whether you know, and obviously there there's a a, a large loyal um, following of that film. They've been following it for what forty two years now. Yeah, forty one years. Forty one yeah. years. No, forty two. No, forty one. I'm right. So it yeah. came out in seventy five. So forty one years. There's a reason why. Yeah. You know, it's still, you know, as popular as it is, whether, it, you know, you connect with it or not, there's a large enough g- group of people ranging from, you know, like really uh, late 60s, early 70s, you know, to teenagers nowadays, you know, who are discovering it for the first time because their parents as well as grandparents are, you know, showing them the film, taking them to the midnight screenings. that They've caught it on television. They've caught it on DVD and Blu-ray. So for me, you know, there's certain properties, and that's one of them. I'm like, you know, I don't care how big the check yeah. would have been. I would have been like, no, nah, I'm going to pass because I don't want to have anything to do with that if it goes off the rails, which more than likely it probably will, but well, we'll see. I hope we're, I hope we're wrong, but at any mm. rate, uh, we'll, we'll know on October, uh, on October 20th. Well, we've, I did extend the show to uh, uh, 60 minutes, thank heavens, because we have so many other other questions that we want to uh, want to deal with, but let's uh, just take uh, just a couple of minutes here for a brief message from a loyal listener, and then what I w- would like to ask both of you if you have any uh, predictions that you'd like to make about what fall releases will uh, will be box office hits and which ones we might uh, bomb. So when you take a, a couple of seconds here for uh, a Brief message from Nancy Lombardo. Hi, comedian Nancy Lombardo here, host of Comedy Concepts, Blog Talk Radio. And when I need my movie fix, you'll know where I'll be found. That's right, every Tuesday at 4 p.m., listening to Betty Jo Tucker on Movie Attic Headquarters, Blog Talk Radio. Show me the funny, Betty, show me the funny. <laughs> Thank you, Nancy, for that fun uh, promo. Nancy is the host of Comedy Concepts here on Blog Talk Radio, and I'm I'm absolutely hooked on that show. I uh, listen in every Monday and Wednesday, uh, Monday and Friday. I'm sorry, at uh, 8:30, no, 10:30 Eastern Time, and that's 8:30 here at Mountain Time where I uh, listen to it. Well, we're back live now. We're talking about the fall uh, movie schedule with Nell Minow and Mac Bates. And uh, the question that I have posed to them is, do you have any predictions for uh, the fall releases that will be uh, successful and the ones that will bomb at the box office? Uh, ladies first. So, Nell, you're on. Well, I'm going to way out on a limb and say that your movie is going to be a big hit. I think the word five is going to be huge. And although they I'm looking forward to Betty Joe. Uh, I have to say that. Uh, Mac, did you yeah. hear uh, Nell? No, uh, there were, yeah, I guess uh, yeah, she must have hit a, a, a wonky zone because, yeah, it was going in and out. Oh, right, right. Can you hear me now? 
I know. I could, we could kind of sort of hear you, but not really. Oh, dear. All right. Then what? Yeah, it sounds like you're in a Still tunnel. a little. Why don't we, uh, Nell, why don't we wait until your uh, reception is a little bit better, and, and let me go to Mac, and then we'll come back come back to you. So, so Mac, what are your predictions? Uh, in terms of hits, you know, I, I think the usual suspects are going to, you know, uh, come out and, and uh, do do fairly well. The uh, Obviously, the uh, uh, Harry Potter uh, uh, spinoff, Fantastic Beasts, I think that's going to be huge. But um, like uh, Noah was saying, I'm going to go out on the limb, and I'm going to say that I think that you're going to see a lot of the uh, smaller specialty movies break out in a way that you that I don't think uh, people might expect. I'm, I'm thinking Manchester by the Sea, based on all the hype it's gotten, and uh, the uh, the push it's going to get, I think that's going to do particularly well. And I think it might even um, um, exceed expectations on the art 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 house circuit. Uh, excuse me. I think uh, I think it might actually kind of uh, play even beyond the art house circuit. I think it could you know become a a mainstream hit. But you know I got fingers crossed for that because um, I'm I'm, t- I'm anticipating it to be a, a something uh, something pretty good. And um, uh, just to you know throw you. Um, uh, you know, uh, um, a compliment in terms of one of the things that you, one of the films you chose. I think La La Land is going to be huge. I do think La La Land is going to, you know, when it opens up in the summer, I think it's going to be huge. I think people are are in the mood for, you know, um, uh, uh, a return to, uh, uh, you know, kind of spectacle sort of fair. And and from you know everything I've heard, everything I've seen, everything I read, it seems like it's going to be quite the uh, quite the uh, um, a late fall, early winter spectacle. So I think. I think those two are, are going to do um, pretty well. And, you know, like I said, some of the usual suspects, you know, some of the bigger films that are obviously uh, going to be pushed like Collateral Beauty, I think, you know, are obviously going to do um, uh, fairly well. And if they don't, it'll certainly certainly make news for, you know, not, not doing well. Not that, not that film in particular, but, you know, any movie that, uh, you know, has got, got a lot going for it and, and is expected, you know, to kind of perform well, so... Hold Hello? on just a second. I oh. think maybe we we have Nell Nell back. Nell, are Hi, you yes. uh, hearing us? I I am. Okay. I am back. I'm so sorry. My phone dropped the call. Um, so I apologize. Oh. Well, uh, we're we're glad that you're back on, and and we won't talk about any bombs because the uh, uh, anything bombing <laughs> up the box office because we're, our time's running out. But tell us what you think will be the biggest success. Oh, I, I'm going to go with Harry Potter, uh, Fantastic Beasts, and Where to Find Them. Great, great. I hope uh, I, I'm think, I'm going along with La La Land because I'm putting all my energy on that. Because then, if it's a big success, we might get more we might get more uh, musicals. And exactly. uh, well, I'm, not, know, I'm gonna, I, not gonna think negative today. I I can't yeah, believe I don't know that the, if you. Oh, sorry, I I just want to say go I'm ahead. going to be seeing that at a festival. Uh, next week, and um, so we're looking forward to it. Uh, and and let's mention that it's the same director who did Whiplash, and you know he's a fascinating guy. And I think it's gonna oh be yeah, that's right, he did a beautiful did, yeah. movie. It's going to be. He says it's, he was inspired by the Umbrellas of Sherberg. Another great film, another great musical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, great. Oh, I'm I'm getting so excited about some of these movies that are coming out, and um, I have have a, a time for uh, both of you to. Uh, Add anything else that would you like to add in terms of the current projects you're uh, working on, or uh, or any last words that you would like to say, and then we're going to wrap things up. Oh, go ahead, Nell. Uh, well, uh, my most current uh, project is that I've got a really nice interview with the director of the Ben Affleck movie Dick Count upon Huffington Post that was posted today. You can read that, and you can always check out my reviews at MovieMom.com. Thank you. I, I do that all the time. I urge the, the listeners to do that too. And how about you, Mac? Oh, I, I you can uh, read uh, uh, stuff that I write at uh, MilwaukeeMag.com. I am a uh, staff blogger for Milwaukee Magazine, and uh, a lot of my content is on their website. So you can go there and check out uh, stuff that I've written. Uh, you know, over the past six years, I just celebrated six years with them in uh, September. 
so uh, that's what I have going on right now, and I'm just looking forward to uh, you know uh, films that are going to they're going to be coming out this fall and this winter, uh, and you know just to give a little shout out to the movie I'm probably anticipating the most, which would be uh, the uh, August Wilson uh, film uh, version of Fences. Uh, the um, the uh, August well, the the play based on August Wilson um, the film rather based on August Wilson play of the same name that Denzel Washington is both uh, directing and starring in alongside Viola Davis so that's uh, that's what I'm looking forward Good. to. Well said and congrats uh, congratulations on your uh, six uh, six years anniversary. Now sorry to oh, say you. our time is almost up so here's a big shout out to Nell Mac and AJ for being such terrific guests again today, and to the folks at Blogstock Radio for their support, as well as to our chatters and other listeners. Special thanks to Nikki Starr for all her help, and we're sending her extra special good vibes uh, to recover from the uh, Hurricane Matthew, and to Nancy Lombardo, George Bettinger, and Angela Drake-Perry for their enthusiastic support. You know, they always mention Movie Attic Headquarters on their wonderful radio shows. Nancy, as I mentioned before, is the host of Comedy Concepts, and George hosts the very entertaining Mom and Pop Shop show on TuneIn Radio from Miramar, Florida, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Angela is the vice president of the Wacko Network and popular host of Wacko in the Morning, which now airs on Mixler. That's M-I-X-L-R. Please come back next time for a spirited discussion about, as I mentioned earlier, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, then and now. And in the meantime, don't forget to check out our film reviews at realtalkreviews.com. That's R-E-E-L, realtalkreviews.com. Also, if you haven't ordered my new book, Cinema Stanzas, Rhyming About Movies, you can purchase it. Purchase this Kindle ebook for only $3.99 on Amazon.com. Thanks to so many of you who have purchased the book and commented on it. I really appreciate it. Well, that's all for now, folks. But to get us in the mood for our next show, let's go out with my favorite number from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. So get ready, everyone, to do the Time Warp. It's astounding. Time is fleeting. Madness takes its toll. But listen closely. Not for very much longer. I've got to... the left. Like you're a-